Hello, I'm Daniel Elkins, Director of Safety at the National Heavy Vehicle Regulator. And today, I'm here to talk to you about the National Roadworthiness Baseline Survey and the findings from that survey. We're going to talk about why we did it, how we did it, the key findings, and also the next steps that we're going to take. So you might be curious as to why we're calling it a baseline survey. Well, in Australia, you've found it very difficult to compare and analyse consistent data to understand what the problem is around roadworthiness. So what we wanted to do was establish a baseline to measure the mechanical condition of the Australian heavy vehicle fleet. The findings indicate that the Australian heavy vehicle fleet is generally safe. In order to undertake the survey, we needed a consistent language. That consistent language has been delivered by the National Heavy Vehicle Inspection Manual. The manual is really the way we actually describe a non-conformity. It's how we measure whether the vehicle is compliant or not. A non-conformity is an item that does not meet the heavy vehicle safety standards. And it's different from a defect because that's the administrative tool that tells you what that non-conformity was. In order to ensure that vehicles were inspected to the same standard, we trained and piloted the inspection method with jurisdiction authorised officers throughout Australia. This meant running through the National Heavy Vehicle Inspection Manual and describing our expectations about how the National Heavy Vehicle Inspection Manual was to be used in the inspection process. Specific operators, industries or drivers were not targeted for the survey. We simply randomly selected vehicles as they passed an inspection point. Inspections were conducted across 237 sites in 1,049 shifts using 407 authorised officers. During the survey, we intercepted 7,130 vehicles, which consisted of 11,066 individual vehicle units. These consisted of road trains, semi-trailers, B-doubles, rigid trucks, bus and coaches, plant and special purpose vehicles. As we indicated earlier, we think the fleet is generally safe. 88% of heavy vehicles inspected did not have a major non-conformity. In fact, 98.7% of vehicles were able to continue their journey. This means that only 1.3% of the fleet actually had a major defect. When we undertook a national comparison, in the UK, they had major non-conformity rates, in fact, of 35.3%, compared to Australia of only 22.8%. In the US, we found that they had grounded non-conformity rates of 21.5% and in Australia we only had 1.3%. We think we are doing exceptionally well on the basis of international comparisons. Of those 1.3% of vehicles that had a major grounded non-conformity, 82 were hauling units and 64 were trailers. Nationally, 11.1% of hauling units had major non-conformities and 13.6% of trailers had major non-conformities. Australian Bureau of Statistics data suggests that the age of the fleet is about 14 years of age. Through the survey, we've found that the average age is about nine years. This is a substantial difference between registered vehicles and in-service vehicles, or those vehicles that are being used on road. So why is age so significant in regards to the survey? Well, it's important for a couple of reasons. One, it tells us what vehicles are actually being used on road. But also, age is important because as we look at non-conformity, it increases with age. So as vehicles get older, they become less roadworthy. For a vehicle that is 13 years or older, it is 11 times more likely to have a non-conformity 
than a vehicle that is two years or older. For the purpose of the survey, vehicles were categorised into type. The various types were rigid truck, semi-trailer, road train, B-double, bus and coach, plant and special purpose vehicles. Each of these particular categories had levels of non-conformity that were different. For rigid trucks, major non-conformity was around 13%. For trailers being towed by rigid trucks, we had major non-conformity rates of around 21%. There is a clear relationship between age and non-conformity. And this is particularly borne out with rigid trucks, where it indicates that as the vehicles get older, they have much higher rates of non-conformity. But surprisingly, road trains and B-doubles performed very well. And that is actually related to their age. So the B-double fleet and road train fleet is considerably younger than the rigid truck fleet. And that's also reflected in the rate of non-conformity. It's much lower for much younger vehicles. For vehicles in the National Heavy Vehicle Accreditation Scheme, they had non-conformity rates of around 9%. For vehicles that didn't participate in an accreditation scheme, non-conformity rates were around 13%. The difference in these rates of non-conformities indicate that those that participate in schemes may be far safer than those that do not. The National Heavy Vehicle Inspection Manual was used to determine what components and systems were inspected. There are 12 systems within that manual. Brakes had the highest rate of non-conformity. Steering and suspension, engine, driveline and exhaust, and lights and reflectors were the other major categories. So what are we going to do with all this information? Where to from here for the regulator for the National Road Weather Space Line Survey? Well, there are a number of projects that we want to continue with. One of those is the risk-based inspection framework. The risk-based inspection framework will enable us to select vehicles and what we want to focus on when we select those vehicles. It will enable us to determine what components, what systems and what vehicles we might be interested in, or even more importantly, who we should be focused on in terms of what operators or what industry sectors present high risks in regards to vehicle maintenance. It means we'll be able to select the right vehicles for the right reasons, based on risk and based on evidence of non-conformity of the heavy vehicle safety standards, improving the safety of the national fleet. Another project that we're focused on is the consistent inspection framework. This will talk about the competencies and qualifications of those that inspect heavy vehicles. It will enable us to say what we expect of those people when they're inspecting a heavy vehicle and the outcome that we want to achieve from those inspections. It'll enable us to understand their performance and how they're actually applying those inspection standards in their everyday work. This is important to ensure that the industry has confidence that they will have their vehicles inspected in a consistent manner and on a consistent basis with a consistent outcome. We now have a point in time snapshot of a mechanical condition of the Australian heavy vehicle fleet. We know we need additional research that we can build on and improve on that data. This is just a baseline. So what are the things that we need to do? One of the things that we need to do is to start to compare the data collected in the survey against that data collected by jurisdictions. Now we weren't able to compare that data because it was very inconsistent and was collected very differently. But through NURBS, we'll be able to see if we can correlate that data and understand whether it actually can confirm the things we are seeing in the findings from the survey. We are also at this time looking at whether we need to undertake further survey work in the future. And at present, we're considering 2019 and 2022. 
as possible dates where we might want to conduct additional surveys to assess the performance of the fleet and understand how our inspection approach is improving the safety of the heavy vehicle fleet. Extensive work is also underway to continue to develop the consistent inspection framework and also a project to ensure that the way that we manage and clear defects nationally is done consistently, which industry have been asking for for many years now. The NHVR would like to congratulate the heavy vehicle industry. We acknowledge that you're performing really well, but there is room for improvement and the regulator will work with you to provide guidance and tools about what things you should be focused on in the future. We'd also like to thank all of those officers that participated in conducting the survey. Without their assistance and cooperation, this would be extremely hard to deliver. So that's a quick snapshot of the findings from the survey. So if you'd like further information, you can go to the website at www.nhvr.gov.au. Thanks for your time today.